Welcome to Success, Love, and Fulfillment Secrets, the place where you discover powerful distinctions to spiral your life upwards. Soraya has an incredible amount of wisdom and discernment. The results that I've been having, they've been amazing. I've been blown away, having a better state of mind. I've been able to turn my marriage around. I've been able to find direction in my professional life. My name is Soraya Utana. I am a life designer, and I am here to inspire you to design a life you love. Now I know where I'm going, what do I want, uh, my results are being outstanding. Working with Soraya will move your life forward in ways that you don't even realize. Ready? Let's discover your secret of the day. Yes, we are going live. Yay! Facebook and <laughs> welcome, welcome to this new episode of Success, love, and fulfillment secrets. I am here with a dear, dear friend that you cannot miss uh, today and that you cannot miss to listen to. Her name is the amazing, the one and only Roya Madison. Roya, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes. Woo, woo. So if you're connecting, if you're here, let her know that you're here. Post it in comments. We'd like to make this a participating um, time and we get to answer questions. We get to talk about the needs that we all have. And I want to, to let you know what is it that we're talking about today. And it is the tax that independent women pay. So this is a very, very critical subject. If you are a woman, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a successful woman and you want more of your life, this is definitely for you. And I'm going to introduce to you Roya. So who is she? Who is this amazing woman that we are going to share with? And she is, well, first of all, she's a phenomenal human being. She's a beautiful soul. She is a dear uh, friend of mine, but dear person that she has really a dear woman that has really showed me how to embrace a lot of myself and I met her at a time when I was in amidst all of this transition that I've been uh, going through and she has given me a hand she has a career with um with a, a, a amazing brand of cosmetics, Mary Kay, and she's her career in indirect sales has taken her to achieving a level currently held only by approximately 225 women nationwide. So she's a big shot. You, you're not talking here just to anybody. She has led her organization to top 20 and top 10 for six years before she was promoted to her current position, and she has participated in over 600 hours of immersion and training with Tony Roberts, Bernard Burchard, and other very key players. So she's got a lot under her belt. She is a great mummy, and she is a phenomenal woman that has um, a tribe, a she tribe, and she's going to tell us a little more, more about that. But the, the, the core of the matter that we're talking about is what's in her heart is teaching, showing women about the third revolution and we're going to go into a little bit of detail so roya now officially welcome to the podcast and to this episode and thank you really for being here i'm really excited to what's about what's going to happen through what you and i are going to do here well i'm just so excited that we got reconnected you guys i met soraya 
at a Tony Robbins self-improvement event. And it just goes to show you the character that she has, always learning, always growing, always wanting to give. And you just showed up with such love in your heart for women, such passion, even back then, that is no surprise this manifested into something that you are pouring your life's effort into. And I'm just so, so grateful that I get to be a small part of this, um, this big thing that you're doing. Yeah. And helping women. Well, Yay, thank you, because I realized, I realized through my own journey, and um, if you don't know me, my name is Soraya Octana, I am a live designer, and I am somebody that uh, works with people to take them from where they are to where they want to be. I am a live designer, I redesigned the interiors of entrepreneurs, and my journey was one with a lot of turmoil in the last uh, six years, well, not the last, six years ago. Where I was in a dark place in my in my in my life, I was um, separated and I was I was I just didn't know where to turn and where to go and I all I could do was hide under the blankets and try to get some help but I couldn't find it I didn't know where. Now it's a different story and if you're here if you're a woman if you're listening to this know that you have here two amazing yes I finally can own my greatness and say yes. We're two phenomenal, amazing women that we want to inspire you to rise because this is about you. This is about you as a heart of a woman to being able to say, wherever my life is, you might be, I say, in the basement or the penthouse, there's always a level, a new level that you can go to, right? Oh, so what do you think about that? So today we're here and talking about the tax we pay as a high achieving woman, right? And so I'm Roya Mattis once again, and I created this movement I call She-ness, embracing the freedom of she, and the premise is about fully unifying. And whenever there's a challenge, I believe in always starting with self. And so in this movement, it's about self-acceptance, fully unifying all of who you are. And I'm going to share with you what I mean by that in a moment. And then once you fully love self, you can more unify with your sisters because biologically, we were actually designed to commune. But as modern time went on, we began to separate, and especially the the plight of independence that everyone talks about in the United States is actually so incongruent to what we were biologically born to do. And I actually resisted that for a very long time. I grew up with three brothers. I had mostly all guy friends. And when I was introduced to the direct sales company, I'm a part of this all women. I thought, oh, I do not want to hang out with women. So the last thing I wanted to do was to have more women in my life. And what I have found, Soraya, is that there are, in healthy female relationships, there's something that we just can't get any other way. And then to fully unify with our men. So in coaching women, particularly, and men too, but particularly women in the last 19 years, I've seen a pattern of we are in these in incredible, in this incredible time where we should be able to have it all. And yet, on average, we are still feeling the stirring of discontent. Like, I know I should be happy. I know this should be enough, but I'm still feeling guilty as a parent. I'm still not receiving what I really would love to you know, feel completely passionate or fulfilled with my, with my intimate relationship with my partner. And I just am not satisfied and I don't know why. And so I want to, can I just share like a quick moment in time what bred this to me um absolutely this is, this is about it we want to hear about you girl i don't know if you guys have ever experienced something like this and with the permission of of noah who i've been with for 24 years um in 
looking to help as many people as possible, I'm going to share my truth with you right now. So it was about um, six years ago, and I was in my office working late again, which happens to be positioned right next to our master bedroom. And this particular time and many, many nights before, it seemed to become a pattern that I didn't necessarily have to work as late. But you know, as a working mom, sometimes you got to get a few things done after your kids go to bed, especially if you're present with them after school, etc. And so I was working extra late. And I walked out of my office and I walked to the double door entry of our master bedroom and I listened in for that familiar deep breathing and sometimes snoring sound that um, identified that good. He was asleep. And I could slip in undetected and not have to have that tap or that ask of intimacy that I would have to make a decision to begrudgingly accept or reject. And so I don't know if you've ever felt the feeling of lying next to someone and feeling completely alone. That's where I found myself. And I was lost and I did not know how to fix it. And so that's where my journey began. And in intimate conversations, once I revealed my own truth, I recognized how many women were living similar types of things. And, um, this movement is about decompressing and recognizing the part that I play, the part that you play in that unsettling and that unrest. And so then I learned about body triggers. And so as we talk about the tax, I don't know if you're, if you're not connecting to this at all, but the, one of the signals also is what is your body telling you? And Soraya, what I found is that in research and personal experience, I haven't had all of these physical symptoms, but I have had some of these physical symptoms. And so I want to ask you guys that are watching, if you are having uterine pain and they don't have a, now this is, could be other things, but if you've been tested and there's no like medical reason why this could be a sign that you are running your life in what we call the masculine energy in the drive wind state, which is common and necessary for us achieving women. And so I was having this low uterine pain. You might have a lot of stress and strain in your shoulders or your neck. You might take a lot of antacids because you're constantly dealing with that. You may have some numbness that starts in your left side. You might struggle with a lot of headaches that are unexplained, not from allergies, etc. Um, so these are some of the body triggers where your body is going, hey, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're not living the way we're supposed to be living. And now I work very closely in individually and in groups to help women unlock and unwind and relearn some of those things that we, and, and still achieve in the process. And this is what we're calling releasing the taxation that is often applied to winning. Got it. Yeah, that's, that's when I, I mean, I, you're describing where I was. I was in a place where, and I was separated and I didn't know where to go, right? I didn't know 
I, all I knew is I needed to survive and I went into survival mode and I went into fending for myself and fighting for myself and struggling for myself. So all of this constant weight to always survive. And through that, what I found is that, yes, I was, I was depleted. I was angry. I was sad. I was sour. I was really, I started to get really bitter about it because of the way I saw my marriage going and I didn't know what to do with it. So all I knew was to, like I said earlier, is to hide under the blankets because I couldn't find a solution. And it's very interesting what you mentioned about the, the masculine energy because that's been my own journey. Mm. And if, uh, for those of, of you that are listening, you probably don't know this about me. You, you probably do if you've been to one of my retreats. But I, when I was at six years old, my dad left. Mm. Actually, when I was about three or four. And I started noticing when my dad would pick my older brother and me for the weekends that he, I started noticing a pattern and is that he would prefer uh, my brother over me. And at first it was not noticeable, but children do pick on all that is going on, right? They might not, we might not as children be able to put things and there's something that is going on that doesn't settle, that is not right. And when that happens, and when that happened for me is I started wondering what is, what was happening? Oh, Why is it that my daddy is having more attention towards my brother and through whatever a six year old can think, I remember the day I got revealed to me the day when I was six years old. And I said, I started asking questions. What is it that I need to, to, to do to get my daddy's attention? Mm -hmm. And what I came up with was I need to be a boy because mm -hmm. if I'm like a boy, then I'm going to get the attention that my brother gets yeah. a day. I hung up the girly stuff. I cut my hair. I started wearing pants and I went and played with the boys. I lived with my cousins. So I was like 10 children on the one roof and I play only with the boys, marbles, climbing trees, baseball, everything that looked like a boy. That's mm -hmm. the identity that I created. And I fast forward to what you're saying is I realized five years ago, four years ago, that I was so much running on my masculine energy and that energy that was draining me, that had me separated, that had me wanting to control the situation in my marriage and yeah. support support. So that's, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So if you've got this type A part about you, if you have um, a tendency to love to win more than you, and, and I used to even almost, um, how do I say it? I'm just going to say it. I mean, I used to discriminate against uh, women that were too girly, like, oh, she's flighty. She's, oh, she's sharing her body and she's too sexual and she must have low self-esteem because she's swaying her hips and all these things that would demoralize it. That's such a societal brainwashing that we have that goes really deep and we won't get into that today from my research of, of, of why we do that. But the fact is we can all identify with at some points discriminating against a girl being a girl. You know, she's too much, you know, stop being, don't jump so much, don't hop so much, don't skip so much, don't giggle so loud, don't, don't, um, oh, don't sway those, you know, don't, don't do the bottom shake, you know, like straighten up. And so these were all societal messagings and um, it wasn't until you, it took me a full year 
psoriasis, we even realized that I was mass, I was feminine at core. And really, we know now, we didn't know as a little girl, but your dad just didn't know how to parent a girl. Like he knew how to, he didn't know how to relate to a girl. And so then you, we interpret that, right? And so um, now I know today that I am feminine at core, but it took me a full year. And so if you're watching this and you don't know, like, am I masculine at core? Am I feminine at core? If you're a woman, you're not always feminine at core. You're usually, but you're not always. If you're a man, you're not always masculine at core. You're usually, but not always. Well, what does that mean? That means that your body, if you're driving, winning, in charge, making decisions, whether you're in the workforce or at home, I mean, stay-at-home moms, if you're running a tight ship, if you are volunteering, if you're doing any of the things that you're like handling the household and you're on top of it, you can be running in that same energy, that drive, that wind, that linear thinking from point A to point B, which is absolutely something I adore, something Soraya, you adore, obviously. I mean, we love to operate something that is making a difference, that is achieving but if you're feminine at core, what's going to end up happening is those kind of body triggers or that thought in your head that I should be happy, but there's something not right here. Mm -hmm. And if you're having any of those thoughts, you're probably not recognizing the base need that you are biologically designed for. And that is to, to be free and flowing sometimes. And if you're firstborn, you have a double-edged sword. <laughs> because you're a rule follower and you're used to being in charge. And if you marry somebody who was not a firstborn, you're, you're, you're more taking the helm because you guys are both used to that on a, on a subconscious level. And so at the end of the day, um, every woman at their feminine core wants to win and has a need to be held. We have times that we need both. We don't know how to call that out. We don't even know how to articulate it. And now we're miscommunicating to our partners what it is we're crying for. And so then you can end up in one of two things in your relationship, which could be if you've got a really, let's say, I'm just going to say man as for ease. If you have a primarily masculine man and you're coming with masculine energy, the one you need to win, but you're using that in your relationship, you can end up with one of two things. Either you got a super nice guy and he's like, oh, honey, whatever you want. Sure. He becomes the pleaser. He says yes all the time. He's trying to make you happy. And then you're like, God, I don't know what it is, but I don't want to have sex with this guy anymore. I'm not attracted anymore. Why? Because you're not attracted to feminine energy. You're not attracted to a woman if you're with a guy or you're with this guy He's coming at you, you're coming at him, and now you're both fighting all the time. But guess what happens? If you're primarily feminine, you lose even when you win because we walk off the battlefield carrying it because we weren't built that way, and they walk off letting it go. Yeah. And we're in these to toxic but societally acceptable relationships that are good enough but not good enough. Mm -hmm. Not for people that want the highest level of living in all aspects. And that's what we're working to get for, these, for, for each other today. That's what we're calling out in you and saying, you don't have to live with the taxation of not hitting um, all areas on, on um, 
on enjoyment. Well, it's very interesting what you're saying because uh, I've realized for, for myself and my journey that when I learned, I didn't know, I wasn't aware that I was running in more of a masculine energy. I was doing life the way that I learned. I yeah. was doing the best that I could with the resources that I had. I had, I had, I had to fend, right? I had keys to my house because I lived with a single parent. I had keys to my house when I was 11 years old. I meant I had to go out and, and come back and go to school and come back and, and move myself around. Yeah. So with that, I learned. I learned to survive. I learned to move. So that, that was a double-edged sword as well because then it became something that you're talking about that is hidden, and, and I'm going to bring it up, which is I became to the place where I said, you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't really need, I don't need a man. Yeah, I can do it myself. Why would I need a man? And but it's not really that I didn't need him. Is that my biggest fear, which was men leave? Why? Because my dad left. So my, that fear was going underlying. Men leave. Men abandon. Men yeah. do this. So me wanting to protect myself and always what the mind does, right? What we learn is the mind is always trying to protect us. So for me to protect myself, I was putting a big guard around and saying I, I i don't need men it's not that I, I yearn for them i yearn for a partner i yearn for somebody to be in my life i yearn for love and i thought what i thought that the tax that i was going to pay was going to be higher because that i it was it takes me to another window bringing it which was my self-esteem my mm -hmm. self-esteem was so very low i didn't love myself why mm -hmm. because i thought of this little girl that was not good enough right that her daddy would stop right so the first question i asked was what do i need to do to get my daddy's attention the second thing that i that i started listening was or i started questioning myself when i saw that i still didn't get his attention was what's wrong with me yeah what is so wrong with me that yeah. my daddy doesn't want me and then yeah. i equivalent that to men men don't yeah. like me because the answers that I came up with, with to the question is what is wrong with me is, well, I am ugly. I am uninteresting. I am boring. I am not good enough for my dad to stick around. You know, that's the problem with children, right? Children do not have the, the, the maturity or the ability to think that it has nothing to do with them. Right. Well, children automatically, and if, as a parent, like we would, yeah, let's put an exclamation point on that, whether it's with between the relationship between the two of you or they're watching something between the parents or at school or with their friends they automatically blame themselves that's what it, that's what a child does um, that's what psychology has shown like it's natural as a child you would not have blamed your parent you would have blamed yourself correct so i, I wasn't thinking well it has to do with two adults that have their own issues it was everything about me and then yeah. the meaning that i create around that it's because of me now I am growing up. Now I'm translated into relationships and my ability to relate to men, to marriage, to relationships is, is and it's, it goes unnoticed. It's in your subconscious, but I didn't see it. I couldn't pinpoint it. I just simply was always having. And the reason I know I, I felt like this, I felt ugly, I felt boring. And why would a man would say like this? Is mm -hmm. because it is written on my journals. Yes. And yes. Uh, so now... Thank God and thank you, Lord, for the freedom to understand. Well, it didn't have anything to do with me. And now I can own the beauty and learning to, to be the aspect of falling in love with the yumminess that it is being a woman, of being 
feminine that I don't need to protect myself when there's a freedom in love, when mm -hmm. I can own who I am and yes. as a girl. And even though, like you say, I can, I can make things happen. I now do it from my own feminine and I yes. now respect the masculine energy yes. and, and, and men. And I actually bring the best out of them because I've learned to do it. Yeah. This is about inviting and not fighting. That's what the feminine gets to do. We get to invite. And so if you feel like you're pushing through life and it's, and you're not attracting it to you, that's another sign that we're in the wrong energetic state. Yeah. Um, if we don't get to the core root of where our confidence is lacking, that that is like a magnet to everything we don't want <laughs> uh, in our lives. I mean, I can't tell you how many women ask me, well, how do I, I tell me the formula, how do I, there are no good men out there. How do you attract great men? And so if you're in that place, let's say you're, you're in a place of, openness to somebody else coming in your life um as a partner and you're feeling like there aren't any good men or or you're not you're not able to attract them or you're even afraid to like you were saying Soraya then that is a sign also that we've got to get into the root cause of clearing the cobwebs of where the self-confidence was damaged either at home or in another situation. There's a lot of situations. We all have things that have happened and how we interpret it is, um, is everything. And so you want to get with a coach that will help you dig the root and reframe it into an empowerment state. And then once you become the person, the first thing to do is to, to attract what you want is to become what you want, but we get stuck in that. Well, what does that mean? How do I do that? And that's what a great coaches, you know, work with people on, on doing. And, and, um, when you say you're running like now in feminine, Soraya, I'm curious, I'm going to share a technique if you don't mind, but I'm curious, how are you running in this feminine state and inviting? I'm sure they have questions of that. How, how do you go from a masculine win to a, masculine slash feminine yeah and absolutely and uh, well it's, well that's a very <laughs> loaded question because we can be here for three days talking about it but I will tell you what I found is that um okay I'll pick one of the ways and the main way is is that that more of the uh, the masculine energy runs on the doingness on the going getting it like you say point a to point b give it to me let's do it type of type a personality directors lions let's go right that is very masculine trait and what i've learned for myself is to be into the um into the beingness into spending time with me thinking being in, in, the, in the presence of god being in the presence of, of learning simply to love myself to to be to soften my heart i was I, i'm actually working with um with one of my clients in coaching and she was having a lot of of um conflict with her husband and he's doing this and he's doing that and he he's not you know up to par and he's falling short here and whatever and i said okay let's do something let's go revisit that moment that where you saw that that happening and yeah. think about it afterwards and then now 
relive that moment. Think about it before, but then get to that moment and soften your heart at the moment instead of going into fighting mode and this is going to get happened and you're not seeing it and you're not being. It's like soften your heart, soften your heart and see what we would have done differently. So I'm giving you the short of hours and hours and hours of learnings, of trainings, of seminars, of studies, of researching. And that's what, that's one of the techniques that I've come, that I work with women is soften your heart, soften your heart, because when yeah. you have soften heart, because that's part of the feminine traits is mm. allowing it to be soft. And when you connect with you, when you connect to the source of your creator, and when you're, when you're in peace and you're soft, then you can, you're operating from a different energy. You're operating from actually your tone of voice changes, your mm. tempo changes because mm. you're not into boom, go mode, yeah. out of flight. And so they, all the adrenaline going on, which is what yeah. causes us to be in, in, in our masculine. So yeah. that is a tiny one, but that's what I do. I do. I see myself in a different light. I compare myself in pictures and videos and yeah. podcasts that I do when I soften, when, when I become from a soft place. And mm. that becomes very inviting because that becomes magnetic mm. versus the, the push is like a pull versus mm. the, I need to get this done is I'm surrendering to what it, and I know I have the power and the feminine to mm. that is going to happen. It's a different power and it works. Mm. It's amazing and it's beautiful. And for example, mm -hmm. with my client yesterday, she was telling me, I have seen so much of the change because we started doing this about a month ago. And yeah. she said, I had the best Sunday with my husband in 11 oh, years. Good. And that is the sum. That's a compliment. Yeah, and things can change. They don't always, but they really, really can. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How much time do we have left? I thought, can I share this one tip or okay, share and uh, yeah, share it. And I, if you have questions, if you're listening to this, if you're signed up on Facebook and or you're listening to this podcast, you can write and ask questions. Um, but let me see if you have any questions. Yeah, I mean, we're coming with you. Like you've had tons of training, and this is 800 hours of immersion training podcasts books you know things that we can dig into lots of nuggets that for today it's hard to stay you know okay so i'm just going to give one so, so i'll piggyback on your tip i love that softening your heart um one thing when i was first starting first starting the practice was when i would leave my office now i had an at-home office so if you're driving home um it could be you you do it from driving home so when I would, um, before I would enter the house from my office or from your garage or from your front, into your front door, I would do a body trigger. And so when you're, there's a different way you walk when you're on purpose about getting somewhere to when you walk, when you're not, when you're in the feminine flow. And so I would intentionally start to walk to the door, swaying my hips. And hips is a big feminine trigger. And if you don't know where your hips are, start to practice it. Like I've even coached women where I have to actually push their hip because they can't find it anymore. So if you're by yourself, push your own hips. They're so locked up. And you want to move that on your way to your door. And then I would literally just, feminine is also about enjoying the little things in the motion. So like when I take the straw, instead of uh, like that, it would be like, I'm gonna really like feel the straw in my mouth. So little things that remind you, hey, 
hey, enjoy this for a second, you know? But I would move there and then I would, before you walk in the door or out your door, you just kind of do a personal check of yourself <laughs> and breathe where you can feel the air like, okay, I'm going to take a delicious breath right now. An intentional, delicious breath and push that air actually out and through your female extremities. <laughs> and then you can walk in the house. And it's amazing what changes about your energy when you do that. I would also recommend that you go to your room if you can. And if you can physically even change, and if you don't want to change, you can do one song. So you go to the, go to music and close your eyes and go without judgment to what your body responds to. So there are some songs that I listen to that I'm like, oh, ooh, the words. I don't know that. Ooh, I don't know about that. You know, like my my mental moral c compass would say no, but I learned from a teacher to listen with my body only and see if my body wanted to do something. And if your body wants to do something, let it do it permission, free of permission, um, uh, free of inhibition. And so I would just recommend that you go then to a room or before you leave that office, you go before you enter the world of your responsibilities in the next phase of your home, take a minute to listen to that one three minute song. And if you're changing, take it off like, like, kind of like, a, I mean, you're by yourself. It's all right. Like a stripper would like just really enjoy taking it off for those moments and enjoy putting the next whatever on or pretend you're taking it off. And there is a physical manifestation that will begin to take over and you just simply showing up with that radiance as men would describe it, or as women would even describe it. You showing up with that radiance because you called it in that moment is an inviting stance. Mm, absolutely. Mm. I'm, I'm simply imagining and I'm loving it. And there's so much that we, that we can, we can do actually, if you're listening to this, I'm going to give you a heads up because Roya and I are going to put something together in the form of a retreat or something. And we're going to go through a lot of this together. We have such a compound things i've seen my own life transform i am not the same woman i was five years ago i'm not the same woman i was four years ago when i really understood the power of being the feminine and there is uh so much that you lose when you don't so let's i want to go back not that i want to take away from this that i'm enjoying so much but let's go back to what you were saying the tax that independent women pay and i'm, I'm going to say what i was paying and what i see other women paying and one is that we are tired you were saying you feel the stress you feel this independent ak more women running on their masculine energy are tired sometimes yeah. lonely yeah and they are reaching going 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 on masculine diesel and yeah to a place that they end up saying, you know, I, I don't, I didn't really want it to end up here. We yeah. see it on CEOs. We see it on, on, on successful women. Now are we saying women could not be successful? Absolutely not. But we're saying we have all that, but there is and, such a different power. And more. Yeah. Yes. And more. And I remember I was listening to 
to actually my mentor who she showed me how to be in my feminine she said i was talking to this guy in australia who was one of the he was the biggest uh music recording publishing artist and mm. he, he recorded big names and he was this uh, amazing guy actually platinum partner with tony robbins and he was saying he said you know what I can negotiate all day and I negotiate hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in, in, in contracts and the whatnots. And he said, but, but if I have a feminine woman on the other side of the table, I'm already, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I cannot, I'm done. It's a disadvantage. I am a disadvantage. Because she's so and they're not even talking about her being sexual. No, it's just that she owns that internal beauty of that maximizes yeah. that that the masculines are so drawn to. They said, "I'm going to give her everything she wants." I have, I have okay. a total disadvantage. So we're not talking about this or that. We're talking about and. We're not talking about ors. We're talking about we get the and is a feminine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many women have it that if I'm feminine, I'm going to be weak. If I'm feminine, I'm going to be taken advantage of. If I'm feminine, it's going to be like, yuck. And that was my story for long. And I didn't even realize it until I started learning and seeing how, how much I enjoy being with myself now. When, yeah. when I, 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 I used to avoid looking at the mirror. I used to despise the mirror. Oh. I would, yeah, I would go by, I have a, a cousin, she's very prissy and she was always looking and doing, oh my gosh, I hated her. And then me looking at the mirror, it's like done. I would go do my hair in the morning and, you know, put whatever I'm done. I don't look wow. at it again. So now I've been into a different entire journey where now I look at my videos, I look at my pictures, I look at this, and I have learned to fall in love with the woman that lives inside me. Mm -hmm. I've learned to embrace a little girl that once felt lost, or felt rejected, or felt the whateverness. It doesn't matter. Now it's like she's my baby. And learning to doing that has really freaked me. So now I see it and I'm. I'm in love with that. And I, when I love it, there's, there's just so much greatness because it flows. If all we need is love and yeah. we start loving ourselves, then yeah. we're flowing and we're creating that. And, and then it sparkles. And then it's like a fountain that is, it, 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 it splashes even to other people. So if you're a woman, if you're a man listening to this, show this to a woman that you appreciate. Yeah. If you're a woman listening to this, you got to know, girl. If I want to show you, we want to show you what I learned the hard way and I didn't know. And mm -hmm. is that I didn't need to run, continue running. Part of my marriage um, going down is because I didn't know what I know now, right? I've become a coach as a result of me mm -hmm. finding answers for myself. And then you'll, and you'll attract more of what you want. You'll attract yeah, that. Yeah, but I remember oh, my ex oh, telling me, telling me, yeah, he, he, he would say, you're not going to control me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to control you. You know, and I didn't ever understood that conversation. But now through all of this, through light of this, I, I can see it so clearly. And now that's why I empower women. That's what I work with men. Like you said, you can have a feminine man that he becomes a pleaser. And then the only problem, well, not the only problem, but the main problem with that is that the woman that is, will despise, even if it's a strong woman. Yeah. Because then she also has to stand up more as a masculine, which she exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. 
there has to be the polarity. There has to be the masculine presence. So women, especially moms, if they don't see a man rising up, taking his stand, owning his power, they're going to do it. But then they're going to recruit uh, him because he's letting go. He's there's, I always say there's three. Well, I don't, I got it from, a, from John Elridge. He said there's three kinds of power and there's a, this, the, the, the abuse of power. Mm-hmm. There's the, the, the power strength that I call it. And then the third is the passive strength is I see. That's the one. Nothing. Yeah. And well, and, um, a, a lot of us are afraid to, uh, to kind of be softer and that's because we have been for centuries taken advantage of for our softness and so there is a genetic and a um, personal fear of of letting go and so I just want to remind you guys that the feminine is surrender with boundaries the with boundaries is really important you get to choose who you surrender to. You get to choose when it happens. You get to you you get to design the boundaries. And we are the queens or the kings, but the feminine of redirection because we have this holistic view. So, if our guy is off track, we get to redirect and set them boom in this course or even ourselves. So that's why we get the and bridge when we are an achieving woman. We get the it all portion. And um, uh, I think we have so much to say. I I just wanted to kind of close with this when you were saying about looking in the mirror and wanting to not look at it. And I think we all have, all of us can relate to that, Soraya. Everyone can pick apart things. and And I can look at you and go, my gosh, what would you ever find? You're so beautiful. You have these luscious lips. You have these perfect big eyes. Your hair is is like a a dream. It's a Vidal Sassoon commercial. Your smile. I'm like, what could this woman find? And what's what we look at when we see other women? We feel that way and we find the flaws in ourselves. And so I just love starting with the thought of when you're putting on your mascara or your lip balm, whatever it is you do, because she does not mean having to do your nails and your makeup like I like to do. Maybe you like to toss your hair in a bun and wear sweats, no makeup. It's about that that embodiment of that of that. Um, love energy. And so when you go to the mirror and you brush your teeth, thank you for the hands. I love these hands that can hold a toothbrush. I love these teeth that allow me to chew my food. I love the lips that let me talk and say, I love you to my children or to my parents. Thank you. I love that these eyes, because they let me see the world and take in the beauty of that tree today. So and if you can't love what it looks like yet, you can love why you have it and what it gets to, what you get to utilize it for, how it's serving you. We can start with that love embodiment, and then you can pick one thing like, you know what, I actually do love the color of my eyes. So starting with small appreciations grows into self-appreciation, which grows into confidence, which creates attraction that we're all looking for. So. Oh my gosh, so much to talk about, so, so much, so, and unfortunately time is running against us, but if you want to learn more, then reach out, stay tuned, leave it in the comments, drop it in the comments and say, you know, I want more info because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, I'm going to reach out personally and say, here's some more info and we're going to put you on a, on the list of, of, um, 
this is when we're doing our next event and you can come because we can spend days into transformation. That's what happened for me. I went into an event that um, I had already gone to a ton of Tony Robbins events, which are awesome and I love. And when I walked into an event that was only for women, designed for women, learning to own their feminine, my life was changed in a different route. I had yeah. already done a lot of personal development, but when I learned about this, I ended up in the floor crying for about an hour and a half, realizing that I despised that little girl because she couldn't hold her dad. And I was that struggle. But when I let go and I was like freedom came, that is a beautiful day. So we want to do that as well for you. But if you're listening to this, then uh, we're going to invite you to stay plugged, stay connected. There's a lot more where this came from. Yeah. And, and you can and you can find me at she dash. I'm sorry. Uh, you want to? Yeah, I said there's so many hours of flight put together amongst all of us. And you want to you want to draw from that because we want to give it to you. So that was my next point: is where can they find you? And it's going to be also in the comments here uh, as well. But where can they? The link is going to be there. So where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me at she-nest.com on a website, she-nest.com. Subscribe for any um, details that you'd like to have in the future of things that we do. I've got some blogs, and I have. Seven ways to unlock your feminine for free when you subscribe. Also, you can find me at Sheenus on with no dash on uh, Instagram. Sheenus Tribe on Instagram. I just opened just yesterday. Uh, um, oh gosh, uh, TikTok. <laughs> just and uh, so instagram facebook we have a private group in facebook called sheena's tribe where we have a weekly speaker every wednesdays just to give back to uh, women supporting women so i'm in my dms all the time on instagram so if you have a specific question i'd love to serve you so and i'm so happy that we got to partner here today. no way you can miss out on roya because she is accessible she's available and she wants to work with you and you can find me on the link here at sorayaltana.com and I am also going to invite you men women is if you want to elevate your life I am doing a master class a workshop where we're working with you where you actually grab a pen and we work with you uh, in the, constantly so the next one is this Saturday this Saturday we're having um, a, a um, a, a workshop and let's get you elevated wherever you are in life let's find out what's working what's not working and why are you having the results that you don't want and why are you not having the results that you do want so we're going to take a closer dive in that and you've had great transformations with people soraya which is amazing yes thank you yes 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 my clients are experiencing transformation thank you that's a, a horn i don't usually blow yeah. but yes i've got the testimonials and it just warms my heart because that's what i do because i've done it i mean i have mentors i have coaches and thank god i am nowhere where i was six years ago and i am in a different place now i can take people and say let's go up the mountain it is possible, it is joyful, it is a life of fulfillment because 99% of people do not live fulfilled lives. So let's right. cross the bridge to the 1%. The link for the workshop is here and I'm starting a seven week course to elevate your life. We're gonna talk about your identity. Who do you believe that you are? What is stopping you from having those results? 
your identity. We're going to talk about the habits, success habits that are going to take you. They're so deep, so yummy. We're going to be talking about the, the, the reason why that is not going, that is not allowing you to get the goals that you want, the results. So all of that is, is a seven-week journey. I'm going to grab you by the hand, and I'm going to take you there. So that's it for me. I want to also invite you to subscribe to this channel if you haven't. And look forward to our next episode because there's always something here for you where you can take your life from where it is to where you want to go, where you can design a life that you love. And uh, Roya, I don't know if you have some final words for us that you want to say before we dismiss. Oh, well, just breathe, sister, breathe, because you are on the brink of the best that's yet to come. The next layer of your life is just a stepping stone for the next, the next, the next. You can just get better. Remember, it's never what happens to you. It's the interpretation that you give it. And so from one sister to the other, we empower you to discover the best and juiciest and most delicious meaning. So if today is the beginning of an awakening, congratulations. If you're in the process, congratulations. If you're already there, sister, lead some other sisters because we need each other. God bless you. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you in our next episode. Ta-ta. Thank you for being here today. Find out what opportunities are available for you to start designing a life you love now by checking out the links. I look forward to connecting with you and seeing you live your best life yet. Hugs.